Hello, everybody. It is Thursday, August 31st, 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 <laughs> 2017, and you are listening to the Talking Games Podcast. I'm Bobby Shortle, and I'm here with Justin Townsend. I came back for that. Yeah, you did. You did. <laughs> um, and here with Sam Suvak. Hello. Sam, this is two weeks in a row. I know, man. It's getting crazy. I'm it's taking over cr- you guys. I know. I know. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. So, Justin is back. Uh, but we are not at our normal podcast table. Not that it matters for anyone listening, but we're we're more in our monster closet, hanging out by the TV setup, and it's kind of freaking me out a little bit. <laughs> the reason for that is because I have a giant 500-piece mm-hmm. Mario puzzle currently unfinished on the table. Yes, I see that. So, um, your your son came down here while we were setting up, and. I, I was questioning whether or not he was put he had to put it together right. I think that he was I think that he was close to like ripping pieces out. That oh, would no. be bad. <laughs> yeah, I figured it'd be bad. I was like, no, it looks it looks good. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's a Super Mario Brothers three puzzle. Yeah, I bought that because he loves puzzles, and I was like, oh, it's like a, we could do it as like a family activity. And he took like one look at it, like all the pieces, and he kind of just noped right out. Like <laughs> I've got things to do sorry pops i'm busy i got a i got a busy sketch and so he so it was just angela and i putting it together i mean she <laughs> loves puzzles so mm-hmm. we were having some fun doing that and we just haven't got back to it i know that you love puzzles justin i love them to death yeah so much <laughs> favorite things in the entire world um yeah so uh three of us here today talking about some video games uh got some Uncharted's to talk about some Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle to, to talk about, I believe. Um, Sam has been dipping into the world a little more of Ninja Theory, playing some mm-hmm. Devil May Cry after her, her Hellblade uh, experience. And uh, yeah, we're going to talk about that stuff. And, and um, Nintendo announced a whole bunch of new indie stuff just today. That's right. So we'll run down the list of those those games as, as well. Um, but uh, yeah, there's only three of us, and I don't think we have... Uh, I mean, Sam, I think, has the most to talk about of any of us. Um, <laughs> she put a lot on her list. I haven't even got to see I, Sam's I can, list Yeah, yet. man. Sam is not... She's getting everything in that she possibly Sam's can. Sam's going to be hosting the podcast yeah. before we know it. <laughs> it's just going to be me talking by myself for like an hour. <laughs> it's the new so, format. So, okay, let, let's do... Um, let's do uh, Lightning Round for you on Devil May Cry and Evil Within sam because those are games that are one of them you've already played i know because we've already had a discussion about um so let's let's put three minutes on the clock and go ahead okay so like you said after playing hellblade i was really into ninja theory the publisher and wanted to try some other stuff out by them uh devil may cry was on sale and i love a sale so i picked that up and started playing it's it's pretty different from um from Hellblade, but it's fantastic uh, in its own way. So basically you're playing as this uh, guy, Dante, who's pretty much a cocky asshole and he's a demon slayer. And uh, you've just got, you've got this, it's really cool. You've got a tattoo of a sword on your back, but really it's like your sword. And when you need it, you just pull it out of the tattoo on your back and uh, you go into limbo where you kind of have these special powers and you're fighting these demons and skeletons and stuff. Uh, and as you go along, like your sword gets upgraded to be like different kinds of weapons. So you have like a big axe attack with it. Um, and I think the 
point of the game is to you know try to put together all types of different combos to get uh, higher style points. Um, and you know I'm not generally great at that, but uh, I've been doing really well with that and having a lot of fun. It seems pretty easy to to keep track of like what your different moves are. Um, so I've been enjoying that. It's also got some really good music. Uh, Combo Christ, which is a band I think from like the 90s when I was in high school, I heard of, but never really listened to, but uh, I'm enjoying it. So it's fun. Uh, I made a, a Pandora station for it at work today, and that was a little bit too much. Like listening to it in the game is pretty good, but you know, that that's fine. Uh, but yeah, so that's a lot of fun. I've got the ladies choice on that uh, that came out this week. Um, and then also I've gone back to Evil Within and been playing some more of that. And it's just, I love that game so much. Like I, when I got back to it, you know, I didn't really remember much from my first playthrough, but it just feels so much like Resident Evil 4. And it just makes me so happy to play it. Um, so I've been, been doing that. And it seems like, I don't know, like, I feel like maybe I've gotten a little bit better at video games, or maybe it's just because it's my second playthrough, but it's going like a lot easier than the first time I played it. I just like understand how to do things better. Like I can use my my flash bolts to like uh, make invisible enemies visible. Cause I remember I had a whole lot of trouble with that last time. So it's just, it's it's fun and it's interesting to to feel like I've made a certain growth and, and I'm doing better. So that that's exciting. Um, but yeah, that's all. That's all I need to say about those two. So. Um, Sam and I were having a private Discord discussion about Evil Within. Um, you, you might call it a feud, but it's a little bit of a fine. feud. Uh, yeah. Because I am the firm belief that that game has a lot of interesting ideas, but controls like poop. Because it controls like a game that came out 15 years ago, even though games control a lot better now than they did 15 years ago. Okay, but to be fair, it still controls so much better than Resident Evil 4. Yes, but that's not like a good almost touchstone unplayable. But for when 2016, I, 2015. What I really want is to just play Resident Evil 4 some more, but the controls are so bad. So this like fills that need for me. Mm, Although I will admit... Controls? No, 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 no. It doesn't have tank controls, but it, but it has... It's, weird stuff i was playing last night and i'm like i just i'm standing still and i hit the aim button and it makes me start walking forward and i'm like no i'm just trying to aim but you know what it's okay i love it i, I let it go it's fine so yeah it has like that really tight behind the back oh, like okay. camera and like it moves it's not tank controls because you can you know move independently like but but it has the same sort of feeling. I mean, you can move and shoot. You don't have to stop and then, you know, move your gun and aim like Resident <laughs> Evil 4. But like, uh, you know, it just moves very slowly and very methodically and very plottingly. Um, and then just like every Resident Evil game and Mikami is, you know, famous for this stuff. But like, it asks you to do things that like the, the core systems aren't built to do. Like anytime you have to run away from anything, I'm like, this is not what this game was built to do. Like, it's really clunky. I'm like hitting cover and sticking to stuff. And like, um, but it has cool ideas. It has very cool ideas and has some cool elements. They patched out like the weird widescreen always bars, right? It doesn't, know, it doesn't oh, have those. Cause yeah. when it first, when it first came out, it had like, like cinema scope, black bars on top and bottom to make it look, they said like more like a movie, but it was really because they couldn't get the frame rate to run correctly if it was in full <laughs> screen mode. The order did that too. Yeah, the order did that as well, but it was even more extreme on uh, um, people within. So are you excited for the sequel, Sam? 
Oh my god, I'm so excited. That's the whole reason I'm playing the first one again. You guys don't even understand how excited I got when I saw that trailer um, because I was watching it and I didn't know what it was because at that point I still didn't, I didn't know that Bethesda made that game. So I was just, you know, ooh, it's a cool horror game. Um, but I thought it was going to be like one of those like like slow walking, running away from enemies, no combat kinds of things. So I was like, this looks cool, but I'm probably not going to be playing it. So I'm like, eh. And then when it came up that it was Evil Within 2, I was like, holy shit, this is a game for me. I'm so excited right now. So yes, I. here's the thing. It comes out Friday the 13th in October, mm -hmm. um, which that evening, I mean, we me and Cody pretty much have to have a Friday the 13th stream party because yeah, obviously- of course. Um, but I'm going to want to play this game, so I think I'm taking the day off on Friday the 13th. But since it's a horror game, I want to only play it at night. So like at midnight Friday morning, I think I'm going to start playing it until I get like too tired and have to go to bed so that I can get some in just as soon as possible. That sounds like a good streaming idea, Sam. Yeah. Also, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If she's taking days off of work to play video games, she's definitely ready to host this podcast. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I, I've already taken days off. I think I took days off uh, when the Destiny beta happened because I mm. wanted to have plenty of time for that. I think there was stuff going on that I was afraid I wouldn't have enough time. So, so yeah, it's all right. It's, I can't remember the last game I took off work to, to play. There's definitely been times where I've orchestrated that, even in my, even in this now adult time, where I've been like, oh, I can't I, come into work this uh, Tuesday. <laughs> I've done it for... Um, games where like i really just feel like playing like like uh a game that's already out that i'm playing it's like i don't feel like working today mm -hmm. i feel like just sitting on the couch oh and well, yeah but like for a game launch i've done it on this i've definitely done it since we've been doing this show but i can't remember for what game i am doing it on the sixth for destiny actually i mean it worked out that it's Jora's first day of school oh nice <laughs> so i already had the day off anyway so uh, yeah. I'm sure that's next week. I know. Yeah. That's crazy. I know. That's nuts. Okay. Destiny's out next week. Yep, that's nuts. Okay. Yeah, Destiny. I've got I've got a little problem with that because I I planned a trip out of town next weekend. So Not a problem. I'm Rookie gonna, mistake. I'm gonna play as much as I can Tuesday through Thursday, and then I won't be back till Monday. So. Yeah. What will right. happen is everybody else will hit the wall where they can't level anymore, and then you'll eventually <laughs> catch up. Eventually, That's yeah. What happens? And then ever yeah. makes everyone makes new characters. <laughs> um, yeah. Speaking of Destiny 2, and I'm going to use my lightning round to talk about this. Um, we'll talk about your other game as well, Sam, because I want to I want to hear yep. more in depth yep. thoughts yep. about the other game. Um, three minutes for me on Destiny. I'll go. So the Destiny 2 beta watch we talked about, we played, we did a lot of coverage on. Um, but the Destiny 2 PC beta, it was. Uh, I think it ends today. Actually, it was early access on the 29th. Then open beta 30th, 31st um, on the PC. Uh, you just download it from the Blizzard client if you, if you have it. Um, and I got to play it. And the main reason I wanted to play it was because the frame rates are uncapped on on the Destiny uh, 2 PC version. So I got to play Destiny 2 in 4K at 60 frames a second um, on my computer. And man, oh man, is it fucking awesome <laughs> it looks so good and it moves so smoothly and it's just like rock solid and look my, the i'm when i uh 
my like game regular gaming PC, I don't go above 1080 because like I just don't have a display that handles above 1080 for my gaming PC. But my my iMac, I run Boot Camp on, and I can like so I can run OBS on it, and I can do stuff like that. I can run games fine on it, um, but like it's it has a really really powerful CPU and a pretty okay video card in it, but like not like you know I'm not talking like a 1080 or something video card, and it was running at like 4K resolution at 60 frames on high setting. Not very high on high, but um, it's solid 60. So the game is obviously very well optimized as well. I've only been hearing amazing things about yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, it looks amazing. I played the, the story mission, which I've now played three times or four times, which I'm going to have to play it again when the game comes out for real. Um, but uh, it was really, really felt really good playing with the mouse and keyboard. I mapped the buttons to my mouse and stuff like that so I could do all the shortcuts really well. Um, and then I jumped into like a uh, competitive multiplayer with it. Oof. Not good enough for that. I got <laughs> That's a whole other ball of wax right there. Because um, people, t- and, and it turns out, in first-person shooters, very good at playing with a mouse and keyboard when they've been playing for a long time. <laughs> Me, not so much. Um, but it looks awesome. It plays awesome. Um, the beta itself is only... I'm not sure how big the, the final game is going to be. The beta is like 15 gigs or something like that. Um, yeah, it, it, it worked great. And like it, I was like... And it definitely had that feeling like, uh, maybe I'll buy another copy of this game to play it here, <laughs> but it comes out later on the PC, so it makes yeah, it the easier. Twenty fourth, I think. So October. I'm like, so I, I'm not gonna. I'll buy it like if I just, if I get the itch like you know in October or something, and I'll be like, oh, I'll, I'll pick it up. But uh, the fact that it comes out later makes it a lot easier for me not to buy two copies of it immediately. Yeah. Um, but I'm. It played really great. I mean, there's nothing I'll say about it. It's just amazing to play it in sixty frames a second on on like in that that resolution. And that's not as like uncapped means that. There are people out there with beefy PCs running over 100 frames a second. Yeah, exactly. Running yes. at 4K. And like I, I've heard that it, it's, I mean, it is the the way to play that game. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the thing about Destiny is it's about where your community plays. Exactly. And, and like at this point, like we have a, a pretty um, a pretty nice little group of people, I think, who have PCs. I think this the year of Battlegrounds has definitely created a lot of, oh, now all of a sudden like six, seven, eight people that are like, Big members of our community all of a sudden have PCs that they play on all the time, and like in our in our like PUBG Discord the other day, everyone was talking about Destiny, and being like, "Oh, you're playing the PC beta? What's going on?" And I was like, "You know, this is gonna, you know, cut to a month from now, and we're all going to own two copies of this game." Um, I would be fine with that if it it was like um, cross save, a cross save. Yeah, yes. Because like if I was playing the PC version and I got their version of whatever the Gallahorn is going to be. Right. And then I didn't have that mm-hmm. on my PS4, my other friends, I would be furious. Yeah, no, I get that. <laughs> and I, I do wish it was cross save. Like, I don't care about cross play. Like, I understand why you can't do cross play, but like you could do cross play for cooperative. I mean, Gears of War does that. No, it's true. It's true. But that's a whole Microsoft ecosystem. It's not like, you know, like that's a Microsoft console and and Microsoft gaming platform on a PC. It's not, it's not Activision's own platform and then Sony or Microsoft or... Gigantic does it. And Gigantic I, is on Steam. I'm not saying you can't do it. You know, I'm just saying, but like, with like... A, I know, I know, I know what you're saying. Because it's hard like, to be like, it's hard to, it's hard to do a game like Destiny and then like, if you're playing with somebody on another console, be, cut you guys off from accessing something. Because the game is so much about like, go here, go here, go here, go there, go here. Yeah, so, but multiplayer you know, is its own beast though. Yeah. It's like, you really have to go out of menus into the multiplayer menu. Right, and I think it's, I, I, honestly, I think it's fine. Like, it's, I, I think, I, I have no problem because you just throw up a warning that's like, look, there are going to be people here playing mass and keyboard. 
you're gonna get screwed if you have a controller in your head. <laughs> um, that would be fine. But like, I just don't. I, I think that there's obviously, and also we know that Sony is like shitty about this, about the cross network play stuff. Like, They're supposedly I, talking to Microsoft again. Yeah, but I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't surprised if Microsoft made it happen somehow. But Sony seems very averse to that stuff. Um, Nintendo's cool with it for God's sake. Yeah, I know. Nintendo's like, fine, it's fine. <laughs> um, so yeah, but I mean, it looks great. I mean, again, it's the whole thing is like you said, like it's all about the the community. So the, most of the people I know who play are gonna play on PS4. Um, God, I, I, I mean, I just I wish. I Even uh, I mean, I can't leave my idiot friends behind. <laughs> So they'll hey, never get. They'll never I'm gonna get take PCs. offense at that. As no, a PS4 no, you're not friend. part of the. You're not part of the idiot friends. Yeah, you're not. Hey, part we're not part friends. of the idiot friends, Sam. Um, <laughs> there's a very select group that are the idiot friends, and they're all going to be playing on PS4. And yeah. like, there's no way that I could be like, I'm playing on PC because that's my rating group and everything. Yeah, and yeah no. I wish though, because I, I I've only heard that it's the way to play that game. Yeah, I mean, I just know like there's some people like 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 Brad and stuff. Like he doesn't he'll not he'll never get a PC, and it's so, like yeah. and he plays. He Destiny's like one of the few games that he plays the shit out of online. So gonna want to play with him and stuff like that. So, um, but I'm sure one day like if in our in our Discord chat people are like oh we're playing Destiny on PC, I'm gonna be like all right, and I'll just buy it and then I'll play it. You yeah. know, that's what will end up <laughs> happening. I know that's what will end up happening. Did you see that the first pieces of DLC got leaked today? Yeah, yeah. I saw the new new patrol zone of Mercury. I Mercury. Think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mercury is the best looking part of Destiny 1. Mm. You only get like to play like one multiplayer map on it. Uh, but yeah, like um, they said it's coming out in December. Um, I mean, Jason Schreier has somebody there at Bungie like um, pretty much on speed dial. Yeah, like feeding like, him they, information. Like feeding him information. Yeah. And so yeah, like December um the trials of osiris is what we were playing in destiny one they're like really competitive three-on-three mode mm. we're gonna meet we're gonna have to go save osiris and uh oh, right and then the, the dlc yeah the yeah. lighthouse which you can only get to in destiny one by winning 10 straight trial of osiris matches will be available to everybody to go to mm. and then um there'll be a tr- uh, patrol zone on mercury and mm. mercury is fantastic looking uh which is like a big step up from their first dlc yeah um yeah yeah because their first DLC for Destiny been, 1 wouldn't have been hard to, was really bare bones. <laughs> to, to, it was like two story missions. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to it, obviously. I think that um, I never played Trials of Osiris. It was something. Um, I played Iron Banner, which I ended up really enjoying, which I never expected to enjoy. Trials of Osiris was like a, like just like a, a different mindset in an mm-hmm. animal. Like you really had to go in with a group. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least I, that was it in my experience anyway, like going in with solo, like solo was a waste of time. I bet. Um, but like you, it felt good to win in that mode mm-hmm. and it was hard, much harder to win, but it felt really good when you did it. Cool. I think the, the, the most matches I ever won in a row was like three. <laughs> and I was like, well, I ain't ever seen that lighthouse <laughs> ever. Um, cool. All right. So Justin, my turn you have three minutes and go um i'll save mario rabbits for a little bit of a longer Mm -hmm. talk uh i also have the lost legacy and i've put about five minutes into it cool it looks real nice (laughs) i'll be able to talk more extensively about that after you're done uh yeah it looks real nice um i've been taking a break from playing video games uh i've been on the show last couple weeks uh just things going on at home um and just like took a break if i've been playing a video game it's been zelda how many um, hours you got now? I now have 80 hours in Zelda. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a good video game. Mm-hmm. Game of the year is going to be very contentious this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm enjoying it. Like, I, 
I have 80 hours in it. I'm definitely enjoying it. I have 116, no, 114 shrines. I have six more shrines to I go. I would say you're close to the end. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm doing side quests. Like, I'm enjoying the game enough to just keep doing side quests and stuff. Like, I just like being in that world and discovering things as, as I go. Like, uh, Bobby's suggestion was eventually, like, get a guide and, like, get moving. Yeah. And then after a certain <laughs> point, like, once I started, like, seeing where I was going wrong... Um, I was always saying, like, I can't find any shrines, but n once I saw, like, where some of them are hidden, you can kind of, like, as you're playing, like, I didn't need a guide anymore. Like, yeah, I kind of just yeah. Yeah. went in a direction. Like, once I had enough hearts to, like, hey, I could survive this. I could survive for more than, like, two hits now. Mm -hmm. I just started playing the game the way that it was really meant to be played. And yeah. I ended up finding, like, I got up into, like, the low 80s without really needing a guide anymore. And, uh, and you, you have the hero's path thing, right? Yeah. So my hero's path thing, and I, I mentioned on the show before, just like I, I, I had Ange sit there and watch with me, just me constantly walking right past shrines because I didn't have the <laughs> shrine finder on. Because like that's what Kotaku said. They're like, don't put it on. Like just enjoy the game for uh, exploring well, yeah, know, and stuff. You... <laughs> and like I just miss stuff by like ten feet yeah. all the time. Um, but yeah, I mean it's a it's a very 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 good video game. Um, I played some more Splatoon um i played some more arms like i've been playing a lot with jora uh jora's like i want to come on the podcast and talk about video games with you <laughs> he's like all right we'll do that next time because we're sitting on the couch right now and it'd be awkward having you here yeah um but i mean yeah like mario rabbits came yesterday and Anne sent me a picture of him outside running to the mailbox <laughs> with an umbrella because it was pouring here getting in and she she, she must have taken like a, like bursts mm. so she, she sent me like 13 pictures of him like step by step <laughs> opening it up and then like having a heart attack as he as he pulled it out i, I sent some of the pictures to bobby yeah it was awesome and like just the joy on his face mm -hmm. and like um it's kind of indescribable as a father right now because he's so into this stuff um so yeah like i've been playing a lot of zelda i'm going to be playing a lot of destiny next week so that's what i'm trying to get done with zelda <laughs> I mean, you could finish it really at any point now. I can. It's yeah. just like, you know what? Like, I, the, the boss fight's going to be a cakewalk for you at this point. Yeah. I, I think I have like 17 hearts. Um, yeah. So yeah, like I'm... Did you get all the guardian armor and stuff? No, I, I haven't even... armor? I, I'll, I'll tell you how my game has went. Because I went in the wrong direction so many times. I only found out that I could upgrade the abilities that I have. Like my runes and, mm -hmm. st my runes and stuff. Like, I don't know, like 15 hours ago. Oh my so God. At, like the 70 hour mark, I was like, wait a second. I could freeze enemies? Yeah. Because I wasn't, like, looking. I wasn't following a guide or anything. And, oh, like, man. I went to the left side of the map and never went all the way to the I north. I didn't follow a guide either, and I found out I could upgrade I, that stuff. I know, but, like, you need to you need to go to that one... Oh, I forget what they call it. The It's not an outpost. No, it's um, like that workshop. The workshop. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, the workshop. I never went back in there, and I would have completely missed it again. It was like, I don't remember if there was anything else in here. Let me go back in. And it was like, oh, I could upgrade this stuff for you. I'm like, well, that sucks. Yeah, the, the stasis on the enemies is awesome. Yeah, but like I had done 70 hours of the game without ever stasising any yeah. enemies. I beat I beat like one of the bosses with it. Yeah, I wish. Yeah, that really fast one, like the wind one or whatever. Yeah, I beat uh, that guy without any... That, I that was, freeze him. I, I mean, I realized I did the game completely wrong. No, you're doing good. It's not wrong. Well, like... He's the, he was the hardest boss to fight. Yeah. And I fought him first without any of the other abilities from the other, other mm. Divine Beasts. So... And without being able to freeze him. Mm -hmm. So that felt good. Yeah. It's good video Wait, game. Wait, quick, yeah. quick question. Where's this workshop that you go to for the upgrades? Because uh, I haven't gotten It's outside of... Um, What's the name of the town? Head to, uh, head to, head, it's like H-A-T-E-N-O or something. Yeah. Like that. Hateno. Hateno, Hateno Village. Village. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah, they it's, told me to go there and I haven't gone there yet. Yeah, go you there. You go there, but like, 
I didn't think I could do it. You can do it almost immediately. I, you see, I didn't, I never went back and talked to them. I just went out and started doing the quests. You can you can you can you you can't do it all at once, like when you first go there. But they'll definitely be like, oh, we can upgrade this if you bring us this. Oh yeah, I had like a thousand of everything. Yeah, so all yeah, at the same yeah. Time. And then you could upgrade it. So then yeah, I saw the guardian armor and I was like, I don't need this because I don't because I'm like running over guardians with my fists. But it's good with like it's good <laughs> armor, man. No, I know. I'm gonna go back and get it. Yeah. And so I have like three of the fairies. Mm. I know the last one costs a lot of money. You feel it feels really good when you ricochet those guardian blasts back into their eyes. Yeah, I gotta. It's a good game. <laughs> um, it is gonna be a tough game of the year. I mean, what's gonna win, Zelda or PUBG? Or Horizon? <laughs> or Horizon? Or, Mario. <laughs> or I mean, we're forget there. There are other like really Wolfenstein. good games. Like yeah, like Wolfenstein. I'm really it, excited about Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein like last year could have been. Well, no, Overwatch was last year, but like. It could have been like Wolfenstein could be a contender in any other year. I feel like with the new order, you mean? Yeah. Oh, the first one. No, no, no. Uh, the the one coming out this year. Oh, like, yeah, uh, yeah. The, uh, the old machine. The, old, the, new, the new, new Colossus. The new Colossus. God damn it! Um, <laughs> I've said the new machine or the old machine like forty-seven times. Yeah, to you. that was that leaked. Yeah. 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 Um, it's a crazy year because, yeah. like, in any other year, Horizon I think could be like a runaway, just like a runaway thing, and then PUBG in any other year could be. Breath of the Wild could be mm-hmm. um, Mario mm-hmm. Odyssey. In, we'll see. In, any other year could be if, yeah. it, if it's really good. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like there's a bunch of other games that have come out along the way, which have been really, really good. Yeah. Um, that are just going to get completely over overshined. Like Splatoon Two is a game, like uh, the perfect example of a game that's like this game is amazing. Aside from all of its massive glaring yeah. networking issues. Aside from all the stuff that's not amazing, yes, it has amazing Well, like, we could say the same thing about PUBG. PUBG is still in early access. Yes, but, but I'll say this. For an online multiplayer game, you can just go, hey, do you want to play? Invite, yeah. and then go play together. <laughs> True. It's amazing. Uh, <laughs> like, there are, like, that I, like, low bar. There are a couple of games that I feel super strongly about that I know ain't, like, I'm going to have a hard time getting into the top 10. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that um, always happens, right? Yeah. The, the top 10 this year is probably going to be made up of everything that could be the number one game of the year. Yeah. Just because. There's a lot of stuff, yeah. yeah. One of, of those games that I feel is might be up there for, for conversations is Mario Rabbit's Kingdom Battle. Well, we'll see. You, you have, how much have you played of it? <laughs> it's, I've I played like maybe like two hours. Okay. Um, but just looking at it, like you can kind of see where it's going and like, if the beginning of that game doesn't sell you, it's not gonna. It's not gonna do anything for you. Fifteen hours in, I got it literally in the mail forty-five minutes before I came over here today. <laughs> so I played it for like thirty of those forty-five minutes. And what'd you think? I, no, it's cool so far. I mean, uh, um, it looks great. I love the way it looks. It's it's got a a nice look to yeah, it. Yeah. Um. I mean, I, I'm just barely. I'm really still in the tutorial phase. Basically, I just got my first. The first like now use all the things you've learned to to do to beat these rabbits, you know, or whatever. And so I did it. Uh, it is a weird fucking game. The <laughs> story is so crazy. And the idea of it is just so bizarre. So the beginning of the game is this girl is sitting at a computer in her basement. And on the walls, she has like Mario Brothers posters and like... Um, Basically has Amiibo. Amiibos yeah. and like the... You know, that, that she has like that vinyl Mario 1 1 level going around like the mm-hmm. edge of the room. Like, she's a huge Mario fan. And so that's Nintendo. I mean, it's the first time that Mario's been referenced as a video game. Yeah, it's a video game. Out, you know, 
I think in any game ever. Mm-hmm. Especially, I mean, this is the like one of the only times that Nintendo's ever licensed out their property, right? And very few times. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like you can talk about like Square Enix in the in the Mario RPG days because Square Enix developed yeah. that game, but um. um it's similar to that sort of scenario. But this is definitely the most like unleashed I've ever seen it. So she creates this thing that confused things together. And it's basically like a VR headset almost. Yeah. And yeah. so I thought like, oh, it's she's gonna see the rabbits and then she's gonna fuse Mario and Rabbids together and then like we're gonna be like getting the outcome of that. But no, the rabbits actually just show up. In a time machine in that's a, time a washing machi- machine. Yeah, a time washing machine. <laughs> and one of them grabs it, it puts it on, it fuses to his face, and now he looks at things around the room and they're getting fused with the, um, the rabbit. So like, that's where rabbit peach comes from and rabbit Luigi. Mm-hmm. And then they all get sucked into the magic kingdom. Oh no. Mushroom, the mushroom kingdom. kingdom. That whole other twist. Yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden Mickey mouse is there with a yeah. giant key. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Um, so they're in the mushroom kingdom and Mario's like, what's going on? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mario doesn't talk. To be fair, he jumps right into it. He jumps right. He doesn't in. even ask the question. He doesn't just ask the question. Gotta save Luigi and the Peach. I, lo- I do love that Luigi is like the main focus of the damsel in distress, though. <laughs> Mario! <laughs> uh, scared little ass is flying away. So I guess the main character in this game is a goddamn Roomba. Yeah, it's like this. So it's like, it's like in the in the beginning, it's like an artificial intelligence yeah. that like she only sees in her heads up display. But then like when the whole thing, craziness happens, everything gets merged, it becomes like a real thing that looks like a Roomba. So, uh, if you are unfamiliar with what rabbits are, just imagine, uh, imagine minions with rabbit ears. Yeah, basically. And that's pretty much what they are. They, they do were, predate minions, though. They do. So, they are... The proto-minions. They're what somebody, somebody over there at what DreamWorks was like, hey, check out this video game. We should do one of these with yellow I think yellow, it's Sony. I think it's people. DreamWorks. I thought it was DreamWorks. Is it DreamWorks? I thought it was. Maybe I'm wrong. I'll look it up. Um... Anyway, so yeah, like it's got weird stuff in it. So like they land in the in the mushroom kingdom, and like one of the first things you see is the rabbits taking like uh, glue and gluing uh, what are they goombas together? Yeah, like it's just very got, strange. Like, like there's toilet humor. They say hell. <laughs> one of the one of the weapons is like hell from something. I forget what it was called, um, but something from like something from hell. And I was like, okay, that doesn't belong in a Mario game. <laughs> um, there's like toilet humor and it's a weird freaking game. But and wrap re- that all together in the fact that it's XCOM. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a strategy. Turn-based strategy, turn-based strategy game. Yeah. Where you're plotting like your moves and going to cover and, and getting percentages on how easy it is to get a shot in on somebody. And like there's all these, there's a skill tree. It's such a weird game. But it works. Yeah, yeah. Like the couple of hours I played um, have pretty much, I mean, sold me on it. Uh, the reviews for it have been almost unanimously positive. Yeah, definitely. Um, and like everyone starts with, like this should not work, mm. but it does surprisingly well. And I like, it's not as it's not. I don't want to say it's like baby's first turn-based strategy game, which is what you would kind of expect by looking at it. It's got a surprising amount of depth to it. It's not like XCOM where it's going to be brutally hard, although I hear it does ramp up in difficulty pretty pretty heavily. But like in XCOM, you could have a person and it could be like, you have a 97% chance of hitting this person. Psych. Yeah. And you miss. Mm-hmm. Where it's this is like, you have a 100% chance to hit this person. If they're out in the open, you're going to hit them mm-hmm. no matter what. If they're behind 
like half cover, you got a 50-50 chance. And if they are behind full cover, zero. That's it. Mm-hmm. Those are the odds. Yeah. It's either all maybe or nothing, mm-hmm. um, which is fine to me because I've played some XCOM and I've had that like, I'm dying. This is going bad. I got an 80% chance to kill this guy and that'll clear a path for me to get out of here. And it's like, you missed. Mm-hmm. Also, the guy behind you had a 75% chance. He also missed. So you're taking that like RNG luck out of it. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a lot less dice rolls in the game. There is yeah. de- there's definitely a... Because in XCOM, like you said, it's like you can do everything right and still lose in XCOM. Cause yeah, that's... It, what made uh, me hate XCOM. But in this game, as long as you do everything right, you're you're gonna win. You're yeah. gonna get through the level you need to you need to get through. And so you can use coins, uh, Mario coins. They actually have a purpose. Um, it's how you buy different weapons and upgrades and so on and so forth. And what you're doing is uh, they'll put you into a, a scenario, and you'll have you want to get it like a perfect. So you want to have everybody alive at the end of it and under a certain amount of turns. And so I've been good for all of them. I got a good on one because I wasn't paying attention and Mario died. And I didn't realize this, but like... <laughs> what a weird thing to say. <laughs> Mario, like, when you start, like, let's say, like, it's World 1-2. I think that their health carries forward through all the encounters in World 1-2. It does. And yeah. I, I didn't realize that. I was, I was watch. I was, like, letting Jorah play around with it for a bit and didn't realize that Mario was running out of health because um, I was being a little bit... Let me just stand in the open and shoot. But what's really cool is the way that they do movement in the game. Um, you could travel pretty far and like you could have Mario run up to a block and hide behind the block. But then you could have Luigi run up to Mario and jump off of Mario. And that gives you more squares forward to land in and then do something with. So like I could make Luigi jump and then after he lands, he can now run behind cover and shoot somebody. Or he can run and like crash tackle into somebody mm-hmm. and then turn around and shoot them mm-hmm. so there, there's a lot of uh, like movement abilities and then certain characters have other special abilities i've only unlocked for the main three right they now. have like an overwatch ability right one of the mario, mario has, has an a, overwatch ability yeah. where like in like uh not overwatch the shooter overwatch the yeah they, yeah. Call, it, <laughs> they call it overwatch and XCOM, and they, basically what it is is you could set mario up and his special ability was like would be if he sees anybody come out into his view, like into his immediate vicinity, he will just turn and shoot at, shoot at them, even yeah. if it's not his turn. It's right. just like an automatic thing. Mm-hmm. Rabbit Peach has a shield, and Rabbit Luigi has something like damage mitigation or mm. something like that. I hear that when you get Luigi, he has a sniper rifle, which is dope. Yeah, <laughs> he also dabs. He does dab. Luigi does dab. He's a millennial. What are you gonna do? <laughs> He's also flipping water bottles and playing with fidget spinners. Matt, Matt asked us, he's like, please talk about this stuff and sound as old as possible. Um, so, yes, like Luigi dabs and most of the Internet is like losing their minds. Mm-hmm. Somebody did tweet at the ESRB, like, please don't allow dabbing in games. And then Nintendo like responded back like dabbing is E for everyone with a picture of Mario dabbing. Yeah. It's like, OK, well, I officially want to leave the planet now. <laughs> it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Um, yeah, I'm excited to play more of it. I was hoping I'd get it a little earlier, so I'd put a little more time into yeah. it before we came on the podcast today, but I just didn't get it um, in time. But I had to get that sweet, sweet Prime discount, $47.99. <laughs> yeah. I have to look because I got a receipt saying, oh, congratulations, you saved another three cents. And then I looked, and it's like, price charge the shipping, fifty nine ninety six. I'm like, mm, that doesn't sound right. Yeah. I pre-ordered this like four months ago. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I'm enjoying it. It's so freaking crazy that 
a year ago, if you would have said, hey, you're going to play a game with the rabbits and Mario, it's going to be a freaking XCOM clone. Yeah. And you're going to think it's really dope. Like, nah. I am. Um, yeah. I'm, I, well, I've been, I don't know if you've been watching it or not, but I've been watching Giant Bomb is doing a premium series right now uh, called The Exquisite Core, which is the Giant Bomb East people. They're playing XCOM 1. But they're they're playing the same save with three different people on Iron Man, like uh, an Iron, Iron Man. Man, which is like if they die, it's done, you know. So like, um, but one is playing one play session, and then whatever happens in that play session, they just pass it off to the next person. The next person is able to fall out, and it's made me really like want to play XCOM. So the, the fact that this is coming out right now was like a perfect. Storm. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. Like I yeah. I did play some XCOM two uh, before Game of the Year last year, mm-hmm. and I was just miserable. Yeah, at I it. remember. But watching them play, like I I've picked up some things mm-hmm. um, from Vinny mostly because yeah. the rest of them are god awful. <laughs> uh, but like I was like I wasn't doing any of this stuff. I, I wasn't mm-hmm. using Overwatch correctly, um, and so like this also came at a, like a really good time where mm-hmm. like I'm into the idea of a. I would have tried it regardless, but yeah. like I'm really into the idea of it right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm really interested to see some of like the boss battles and stuff that you get to do, and like their take on the Mushroom Kingdom is weird. <laughs> just it's just weird, it is but very it, weird. It, it it's really cool to play. Sam, like, do you have any interest in this at all now that you have a Switch? No, I've I've absolutely no interest in this game at all. Um, I'm I'm not into like slow tactical planning things out i just like to run in and shoot things so i i don't feel like it's it's for me i watched <laughs> a little bit of a hugh stream today listened to more of it um and i mean it sounds like he's having fun but i just it's it doesn't excite me so well you also don't like splatoon 2 so i, I question whether or not you have a soul i, I well i don't what? dislike splatoon 2 i just you know What's it's your beef okay. with it, Sam? What's I'd your rather beef with play it? other things. Nothing, nothing. It just doesn't, you know. Like I, like I said to Justin, I'm, I'm painting the floor, and that's like uh, what I do. That's my goal in that game. So it's fine. Uh, it's fun when I play with other people, but I just, you know, if I'm sitting by myself picking out a game, it's probably never going to be Splatoon two. So. She's not. She's not fresh. She's not. <laughs> but then again, I was in her shoes a few years. You ago. were, yeah. When the first Splatoon came out, you're like, eh. It was all right. Now, now you're, now you're. It was on the Wii. It was on the Wii U. No one had it, and so like I had it. Yeah, well, we never play games together, <laughs> unless we're here. And this is also back when you were like, I can't talk. I, I can't. I don't have a. Yeah, well, I, it didn't matter anyway. with Splatoon. That's true. Got <laughs> it so played together. <laughs> the know. perfect game for that. I know. Um. Uh. How is your Switch treating you overall, Sam? How's that Switch going? It's good. Um, pretty much, I, I play Zelda on mm. it. Um, I've been checking I mean, your hour count. What you am I up to now? 15. 15? Yeah, I'm, I'm still not far. Well, well I, that's, considering you only got the Switch like three weeks ago, that's pretty good. Yeah. Well, and I, I usually only play it on the weekends, um, so I just I don't get a lot of time into it. But I mean, I'm having a good time. I, I just got to my first Divine Beast and uh, I got through the terminals and then I was like, I think I need to leave and gear up before I do this final battle because I don't feel ready for it. Which, so. which one? Which one? Uh, the elephant, Ruda. Oh, uh, yeah, the one in the desert. No, he's, a... he's the water one. Yeah, oh, oh no, right, right. The, yeah. the camel in the desert. Yeah. Yeah, that... you can do that one. 15 hours is, is a pretty good... Like... Yeah, I was Or you could be like me and be like 40 and... hours before you fight your first <laughs> fine beast. <laughs> Well, now I think I should go visit 
Hitano village or whatever and visit the workshop and, and get some stuff there and I need to pick up some extra bows. Honestly, that is I the I, that's the best ability you can get. The like the yep. the perk that they give you, I won't tell you what it is, but it's very helpful. <laughs> um it's like it, it, that one the, the battle was a little bit difficult because the water, of the water one? one. Yeah, the water one you had to like throw the bombs or you have shock arrows, that's really good too. Yeah, shock arrows. Are you good. tried arms. You tried you yes. tried like the free test thing. What did yes. you think of it? I didn't care for it, Justin. I am. I'm sorry. Again, I, know I question whether I she has a soul. Okay. I mean, arms I is okay. No, arms is good. Arms is okay. Arms is good. It's fine. Here's the thing. I I didn't know how you, to do it without the motion controls, and so I was hitting, doing motion controls, and my what, hands, my wrists are not good for that. No, so motion, I don't like the motion controls in that game at all. Um, well, I couldn't figure too, out how to turn it's it off. too chaotic. Um, I think you just hit start and options, and you turn them off. Yeah, you know so, what? I think you. I think you had to do it for the tutorial. That's and if what you Meg couldn't get past said. the tutorial, yeah, I think if, if, I got once you past, got past the tutorial. Oh, then you should was, have 100% been able to do it. I was on the main menu and like I never could find an options screen that was letting me do stuff. There was stuff grayed out, I think, because it was a free trial. Because so, I know in their I test punches before uh, before the game came out, I used motion controls like once, and it was for the tutorial, and then never again. So it was. It, it must have been there. I think also if you if you if you click the things into like the, the controllers into the cradle, not the cradle. What's the the thing called? The the grip. The, the Joy-Con, Joy-Con grip, grip. I think it will just automatically turn them off. No, oh, I didn't know that because I never. I've been using the pro controller. Yeah, I use the pro controller anyway. That's what I always use. But uh, um, I'm pretty sure that's the well. case. Uh, Arms is very good. I'll have you know. It's it's it really very is. fun. I can. That's see one of those why, games that's not making really it in the top ten. It. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know that, that I, I, Hugh, hey at least i have Hugh with me on on arms like that game is a lot of fun i know it's fun they've continued to support it it's new character fun. um they've already added one character the new character is coming anytime now they've already like announced and like had their trailer um oh that's the one with the, like the she's a clown the clown right the that balloons. uses that, that uses nunchucks yeah yeah um okay. and a new stage is coming i mean I, lo- I love the way i love the attitude and the way it looks i mean i love all that stuff about it yeah but like when you get into playing it and i've continued like now i have like going on almost 30 hours in it That's now not, it's crazy <laughs> but like it's it's like it's the same thing but it's always a little bit different mm-hmm. like you know it, it's like the fighting game for me like i'm never going to get into other yeah fighting i games. get that for sure um like i played injustice 2 and like i i recognize injustice 2 as like a, like a far superior game like in everything and, and the money that they mm-hmm. put into it but like i'm never going to be into that that community and like that crowd and mm-hmm. like i'm never going to like dedicate time to learn combos like fighting games are the, like the most to me and just to me like the most boring games out there like I just have no desire. Like I, I, I'd rather get into sports games or RTSs or anything like other things that I'm not really that big into. But like I have no desire to play any fighting game whatsoever, except for the Dragon Ball Z one coming out. It looks good. It looks really good. It looks pretty. Also, I might have borrowed every Dragon Ball Z DVD there is from a friend of mine. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> uh. So yeah, like I'm, I'm in when that comes out. I will try that and be terrible at it, but it just looks so pretty. I have to try it. But like, there's something about, there's something about the way that arms controls that just makes it like super inviting to me. And like, I, I want to see that game do well. It did. It sold a decent yeah, amount of no. copies. It's first. Everything on the switch is doing pretty well. Is doing, is doing pretty well. Yeah. yeah right um, but like, I feel like it's like the Splatoon thing where it's like, it did really well. If 
if it does well enough to get a sequel, I feel like the sequel will be like way more fleshed out and like have like a better story mode and stuff. And that might get people into it because their characters are so interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm waiting for Nintendo to do their MOBA. They, oh God. they seem to be like hitting all of these genres. If they did a MOBA with all their characters, that'd be cool. Well, that would be something. Wouldn't yeah. It? Yeah. That'd be very cool. That would smash brothers. MOBA. It, it would definitely have amiibo support. Oh my God. <laughs> I may be trying to buy those stupid amiibos for Zelda's DLC. Oh, I forgot the amiibo. I forgot the other amiibos that I have that I was gonna let you borrow. Oh, it's fine. I'm already pat. Like I, at this point, I, it's okay. You get the fun drops every time you put it on there. Get, I know get, it is. It's fun to have those chests drop from the sky when you put the amiibos head. on there. Yeah. Um. Oh man, I really want a freaking Nintendo MOBA. <laughs> God damn it, Bobby. Um. So yeah, the uh, you mentioned you played five minutes of Uncharted. It's super pretty. Yeah, it's super pretty. I finished it today. Really? Yeah. Cool. I finished it. Um, I probably put... The last two days, I probably put like six hours in the last two days into it. Um, How long? Eh, eight hours. You playing on easy or normal? Normal. Good. I could play Uncharted on normal. It's not no, no I, I, I was asking like... <laughs> okay, we got a lot of things coming up and you, yeah. your backlog is out of control. It is. So I didn't know if you were just be like, I just want to see the story and like the pretty yeah. graphics. I'm, um, that's easy. pretty much how I'm Uncharted always, but like it's... When I get stuck on Uncharted, it's never because it's too hard. It's because I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to do right now? Like, that's what always happens to me on Uncharted I don't know how games. that's possible because you move, move in a straight line. No, but when always. there's like, <laughs> then there's like these, there's just moments throughout the game sometimes. Like, I remember, I think it was Uncharted 4 when you like, you fall through, because this could be, any, literally it could be any Uncharted game ever. You fall through a ruin under the water and you get like trapped in this like r- room and you have to swim out and it's all, it's, you die and like, 15 seconds if you don't get out i have no recollection of this um and like i just kept going like i couldn't see the exit it was one of those things you know but anyway this game um except for a couple of combat encounters where sometimes i'm just like there's literally people on every side of me and i don't know how the hell it happened and there's a helicopter shooting a a chain gun at me right now um on a couple of those moments you know i it, it was it was pretty smooth um you know, it's uh, it's Chloe uh, Fraser who was in Big Uncharted two and three, and Nadine Ross who is a a side character in Uncharted four. She's like the merc- head of the mercenary group. Um, they're working together. Chloe hired her to be like her muscle, basically, and they're looking for this tusk of Ganesh, um, um, in, uh, in in India. And the whole game takes place in one, it's sort of one area, um, or one multiple areas. Uh, it's cool. You know, like it, it it's. It's a very good Uncharted game, um, and I love the character stuff. Like, there's some really, really good stuff with Chloe. Um, they, they expand her character a lot from the stuff they did in Uncharted 2 and 3. Um, her and Nadine are, are really, really good together, and, and they play off each other really well. Um, never never kind of falling into any sort of... The, the stuff that you... When, if, if you had told said to somebody, oh, there's a game with two female leads, and they're working together, but they're kind of at odds... All the things you'd think they'd fight about in a stereotypical fashion that isn't really bad writing is not here. Like they, they fight about interesting stuff that makes sense for the characters, um, and it's it's really really good. Um, the performances are great. Uh, there, the villain is really good, um, he, and uh, there is I will say there is one character from past Uncharted games who is not Nathan Drake who who shows up in in. Cool. In the game. It's not a big spoiler or anything. Like, it, it happens pretty early on. You, you know this person is part of the story. But it was really cool. And then at one point, they're all together, you know, and and, and it's, it's really, really cool. Did it feel a little floaty to you, the controls? It felt like Uncharted to me. I don't know, because, like, it, <laughs> when I was doing that, um, 
real opening bit where she's like going through the city. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Something just didn't feel right. Like, I would get her to stop and it would feel like she was kind of sliding on ice and would go on for like a half of a second. Like, it just had this like floaty feeling to it. Justin, Justin, have you been dabbing? Maybe. Okay. Well, (laughs) that that might have to do with it. Just, Just put that out there. Okay, I, I I'll take it under consideration. Um, but yeah, like I I noticed that when I was playing it. And I, like I said, I'm only like five minutes into. I'm still on the roof. Oh, okay. So I'm like, I'm, I, when I said five minutes, I'm not exactly. Yeah, yeah, But yeah, like yeah. going through that thing, I was Maybe like, fifteen minutes. This does not feel like it doesn't feel like tight like on Unch- like Uncharted's like at least running around kind of. Day. Oh well, I mean once you're that section is a little different because that section is like almost like pulled back over the shoulder. Yeah. And maybe movement. that, maybe that had something to do yeah. with it. It just, it felt a little bit different to me, but from everything I've read and seen, like it looks like to be just a great uncharted game. It is. So. It is. It totally is. And, and you know, I, I think the length is absolutely perfect for it. You yeah. know, I think eight hours is a perfect length for an uncharted game. Un- uncharted four was way too long. It's way too long. And there are definitely, there's still definitely times where you're like, okay, I guess I got to climb up this really big thing. And then I'm definitely going to shoot 20 people when I get to the top of it. Like definitely, that's there here. I love Uncharted. Uh, <laughs> uh, but there, there's. I will say that it's not as fraught with things breaking and falling when you jump on them as Uncharted Four was. I feel like in Uncharted Four, every time you jumped on something, they did like the classic Uncharted, like oh, 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 that that thing. They yeah. do it, but they hold it back a little bit. Um, and there's some cool like change ups and how you do things. The last, the finishing sequence is like this runaway train sequence um when you're fighting down like this train and you're jumping off onto cars and jumping back onto the train spoilers and, um stuff like that yeah it's a big spoiler there's a big action sequence at the end of uncharted under lost legacy jesus probably come um on. the ending is really good the ending is really exciting and really fun um and there's some really good puzzles like you know it's typical uncharted puzzles but like oh there's all these statues in this room and i have to figure out how these statues align so i can get through this door like that you know that kind of stuff um, but the biggest thing is like always just the same thing with always every Uncharted game is that like the the acting and the 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 character beats are really really good and, and uh, the voice acting is you know just top level like amazing. I'm gonna try banging out this weekend. Yeah, you should be able to. Yeah, just a couple like I, I'd say like three like decent sized PlayStation. Yeah, sessions. I'll I be could, done with it. I could do that. Um, it's funny because one of my favorite characters in Smite right now, mm-hmm. Ganesh. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> Who's like a sort of new character, um, super annoying guardian. Uh, but yeah, so I was like, I found out, and I was like, oh cool, this like fits in with everything in my life right now. I was like, you can definitely tell that it was at one point an Uncharted Four DLC because there's a lot of mechanics, like the Jeep is a big part of it, and like winching your Jeep to things is a big part of it. I forgot about that. Yeah, the grappling hook is a big part of it. You know that kind of stuff, like that thing where, with the uh that like climbing tool where you jump up and you have to stick it into the wall um that that's that's a major part of it uh, but the beginning like once you're past once you're past that opening that you're in it's like a kind of like a pseudo open world thing yeah, that's what i've read like it's not i mean it's not like you know it's not horizon or anything but like you have freedom you can do things out of order you can you can you have to do like four or five things you can do those things in the order you want cool um i will say that the i the driving mechanics are fine but like the navigation is kind of shitty because you have no on-screen compass you gotta pull out the map every time you gotta stop and pull out the map and look at it it's like freaking henry and firewatch you know um but, <laughs> but like uh well at least with that you could you could run with the map out if you want to and you had a compass 
Like, if I had a compass, it'd be fine. I'd be like, oh, I gotta go northeast. I'll just plot northeast and go. But there's no compass. So it's like, and sometimes I'm like, okay, I must be going the right way. And then I went the wrong way. And I, even Karen was watching me. I was like, do you have any idea how I'm going the wrong way? She's like, I have no idea. You turned in one direction and now you're going in the opposite direction. Mm. So that navigation is a little bit like spotty, but it's not that long. You know, it's just, it's just cool that you can do it. Um, it was a really, really good game. You know, I, I think that it's on par, I think, with the other Uncharted games for sure. Cool. Um, and uh, I mean, I hope Naughty Dog is done with Uncharted games. It should be. Uh, but I mean, it's, it definitely le- leaves like a path forward for Sony to be like, hey, if you want to do Uncharted without Nathan Drake, like here are some characters now who are established as like main characters and they leave it off and like, a, hey, do you want to be a permanent team type of, you know, thing? So it's cool. It's Very cool. nice. Um, and Sam, you, uh, you played What Remains of Edith Finch. What did you think of it? I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Um, so it's uh, it's got some you know heavy emotional yes. storylines. That's what it's what it's dealing with. But the way it's presented, they they make it more of a fantastical fairy tale type. Uh, it's got some magical realism type stuff. So it gives it a, a kind of fun playful way to to deal with all of the sadness that is that is happening uh to these characters and i just have to say like when towards the beginning like in one of like the stories like you just suddenly turn into a cat and i was just like oh my god this is amazing and that just made me so happy and uh and that kind of you know sets the tone for for the playful way that that this game is going to be and just you know, every little vignette is a, is a different style, and they're all so inventive and different. And uh, I don't know; it's hard to talk about it without you know giving stuff away. Because like every time I would get to a new story style, I'd be like, "This is just fantastic that they did it this way." So like, I don't want to say like what they were. Yeah. But uh, but it was great. I I loved it. Um, I loved it was you know just a couple hours long, which was was just right. And like the way you play, it's just you know taking you right through stuff. So there was no worry about oh, am I going the right way? Am I missing stuff? All this. It was just it's very tight, very well put together. And I mean, any game that makes me cry, I uh, I give good points to, and that one got me. So uh, so yeah, I definitely loved it. Yeah, it, it's an emotionally pulverizing game at at, at points. It, it, I mean, yes. it gets some of those vignettes get so serious and so deep. And uh, I mean, obviously it, it, like you said, it's some of them are told in, in a fairy tale manner and they sort of gloss over sort of, you know, what's not gloss over, but make it easier to handle yes. the bad stuff that's happening. But a few of them are just like, Nope, like this is what happened and it's going to be really rough and you're going to have to deal mm-hmm. with it, you know? And um, you know, obviously the, the the whole game has not a fairy tale feeling but a a fabulistic feeling because yeah. so much bad stuff happens to this family like nothing good happens to this family right everything is cursed and everything is bad and and if you can think of a, a tragic way for someone to to die or lose someone it's going to happen um but the way it wraps it all together just even like in the geography of the house and how the house sort of becomes its own character. I mean, I don't necessarily love comparative criticism, but like these kind of walking simulator games, right? We've talked about a few of them. Um, you said you loved Gone Home, right? I think yes. over last week yep. we were talking about it. I, I feel like to me, even though they're very different in what they're, what they're 
what they're asking you to do. There's a lot more interactivity, I think, in Edith Finch than what you're doing. Like, they're asking you to do more stuff. I felt like they were very comparative as far as, like, how they made me feel moment to moment. I don't know if you agree, Sam. Yeah, well, and they both just had the ability to very quickly get you drawn in and get you caring about these characters that, you know, you have nothing in common with. Maybe you don't have any reason to, but just the way that they start talking to you and telling you stuff, you're, you're emotionally hooked in from the get go. So I I think that they just do a really good job of that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and the voice acting from the, everyone, but especially from the Edith Finch herself is, is Mm -hmm. fantastic. Um, She's great. And it carries it a long way. Uh, my, I really loved the, um, I would say like the horror one, like the horror yes. comic one. Like that yes. one was awesome. Uh, and such the, a, the little music that was going through it. I'm like, are they yeah. doing this? This is fantastic. Yeah. Oh, it, was it was very, so very cool. Yeah. Yes. I loved that one. Um, obviously the big one, the one with the brother, like the cannery mm-hmm. one is like amazing. Like it just mechanically and how the mechanics, yeah. the mechanics incorporate into your emotional reaction to what's happening, which I thought was yeah. really, really cool. You know, um, <laughs> Justin screen went to sleep. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> well, I was like, what on earth just happened? Can you just hit the mouse, Justin? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Sam went away from us. Um, there we go. She's back. There we go. Yeah. All right. Um, it, it was just amazing to, to feel that and to see that. And, uh, the one with the where you're taking the pictures, oh god, oh is like man. nuts, and and like the ending is just, oh my god. I'm still gonna play this, so don't yes. spoil it. No, we're, I'm talking as vague as possible about about it. Um, yeah, it, it's just an amazing game, amazing it's great. amazing game. Yeah, oh um, it's one of my favorite of those type of games for sure. Yes, uh, it's up there with Gone Home for me, and for with Firewatch for me as like as like the the high standard for me in these type of uh, games. Um, very cool, very very cool. Uh, yeah, there's we're in like the full bore, like full court press games are coming out every week. Can't even handle it anymore. I have Uncharted to play right now, and yeah. I feel stressed. <laughs> <laughs> I hate having a backlog. I want to play that Madden Story Mode too. Your backlog is out of control. I know. I'm not gonna play it. I'm just saying I want to play. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've I've heard it's really good. Yeah. Um, and the backlog yeah. isn't out of control. I don't know. I have Bobby. two big games I need to You finish. got two pretty big games with but you got like a bunch more big games coming out for the year. Yes, but I don't think any more like really long games. Um that that I'm going to really dive deep into. Like I'm not going to play a lot of Assassin's Creed. No, but you still got um whatever you're going to put in Mario. Right. And the then 10, 12 hours, 15 hours. Um White Wolfenstein. Uh Wolfenstein. 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 I'm really tired. Jim Wolfenstein. I'm really tired. Uh, Destiny. Yeah, well, Destiny, um, yes. What else? Battlefront. Wolf- Are you doing Battle- Battlefront? I'll put the story in Battlefront, but that'll be eight hours probably or something yeah. like that. If, I'm going to be that. playing a lot of Battlefront when that comes um, out. And I'll, I mean, I'll, if, if I enjoy the multiplayer, I'll, I'll, I'll play it for sure. But, you know, that's that's going to be a very, let's just see how I feel about the multiplayer thing. I don't feel much pressure to play a lot of that multiplayer. Um, I there's a bunch of games I'm forgetting. Uh, but, like, Wolfenstein. I mean, Wolfenstein will be what? 10 hours no 12 hours i think it's gonna i like to me looking at that campaign that first campaign let's say was like let's just say it was like 12 hours yeah well i was playing on hard so maybe it was a little bit longer but let's just say for and on an average it's 12 hours but like you look at everything they're doing with that game that looks like one of those like we made a 20 hour campaign maybe 
Like it just like just the, from quality and like the way yeah. that they like they're super confident about that game. Yeah. Um. We'll see. The Call of Duty campaigns is gonna be like what, like eight hours? Eight hours tops. Yeah. I'm actually kind of into that game. We'll see. <laughs> like I, I like, always I watched, kind of like Call of Duty. You know? I watched that multiplayer uh, beta, some of the like uh-huh. gameplay vids from it, and I'm like, this is like what I want from like from Call of Duty. It's still gonna be Call of Duty. Yeah, but I have no problem with dying quick. <laughs> Because AI. But why, I, do you, why did you ever have problems with Call of Duty? Because that's what's always been. I, I, the way that it's like it like its movement hasn't felt right to me in the last couple of years. Mm. Like once playing, you, we were, I was playing Titanfall. I was like, no, nah, I don't want to come back to like. It was just like yeah. it's like the difference between um, I'd say like for me anyway, Assassin's Creed and what's like another like like um uncharted mm. like that like the way that it, like you can jump off buildings in Uncharted or like the way that the climbing is handled is just like so freeing compared to the way that assassin's creed was like restrictive and like for me that was kind of like the the same type of difference between um titanfall and call of duty Mm -hmm. like whereas titanfall i I just felt like their movement was fluid and like their wall running was just fun it just never felt like that for me in uh in call of duty uh but i loved the older call of duty games uh and i mean i i cut my teeth on call of duty what was it two Mm. um and modern warfare which wasn't like super crazy so i don't know something about it that just makes me want to play this one more than like the multiplayer on this one more than i have in any years past i mean i'll give it a shot for sure i mean i always play the campaigns and sledgehammer did the last really good call of duty game so like i'm interested to check this one out yeah i mean i didn't play any of that multiplayer either (laughs) the campaign was good the multiplayer was okay in that one. Like, out of all the ones that did, like, a futuristic spin, they were the best. The last multiplayer, Call of Duty multiplayer I got to was Modern Warfare 2. That's the last one I played a lot of. I wish you would bring back Spec Ops. Me too. Spec Ops is amazing. Spec Ops is They brought really it back, good. but it wasn't Spec Ops. They no. were, They called it Spec Ops, but it was, like, a horde mode or something. I feel like we're forgetting something. I mean, Mario, oh, Mario Rabbids just came out, so, yeah. like, that's a 20-hour Mordor. campaign. Mordor is the game, like, I don't know. <laughs> I keep forgetting about... But yeah, that's another, like, say you want to play that, that's another 20-hour game. Yeah. And you got a couple of long ones in the bank still. Yes, I have Horizon, and I have Nier. Those are the two ones I really need to play through. Um, I have played 12 hours of Horizon already. So then I, I'd advise finishing Horizon first, because that one's going to rank higher on the list. So you should have a more well-formed opinion, I think, on that one. Near is on the list, just it's so everyone list. knows. It's definitely Nier on the is, list. Near is, is a really good game. Like I'm more excited to play Nier than Horizon. To be it's honest, it's so good. They're both really good. Just because of the the craziness of Near, not because I don't, not because I wasn't enjoying my time with Horizon. I just like the the craziness of Near is what I'm like. Horizon has a really good villain. That's like cool. a really good villain. Its story is surprisingly good. Well, I said this. I I mean, my like my really my I, the reason I. I mean, I, I was obsessed with it, so that's the reason I played so much of it. But I know when the baby is here, like having doing like multiplayer chat based gameplay is going to be very difficult in my apartment. <laughs> so like, I, I want to play as much of that stuff as possible, so that like, you know, I can put on a pair of headphones and get some time in, you know, playing single player stuff. Yeah, I'm not worried about Fair that enough. as much, you know. And I'm I'm so excited for the Switch games because I can literally have that anywhere, you know. What's the Switch game for November? They uh, have one every yeah, month. Yeah, it's one of the games I don't care about. It's like, uh, is it the drag? Is the dragon? No, is it the uh, Fire Emblem Warriors? Well, maybe. Or is that September? No, nope. September is Pokemon. Oh, so that must be October. 
October is Mario. Mario. That must be November. Okay. December is uh, Xenoblade. Okay. Um. Yeah, I think that's what I think that's how it goes. Uh, yeah, so I'm uh, that stuff I'm like excited about, but uh, yeah, I mean, look, I know I have to get through those games, but I did put 88 hours into Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. <laughs> <laughs> there was a time when you came to me when we were first doing this podcast, being like, "You play way too much Destiny." Yeah, you did. You did. <laughs> I'm giving you a side eye right now. <laughs> hey, I play other stuff too. I finished games in that in that time period. Yeah, like four hour games. Yeah, but I played I played like five four hour games. I hate you. <laughs> Speaking of the Switch. Yes. Oh, the indie games. Let's run to this. Oh, yeah. We need to wrap this up because Justin and I need to go play some more Outlast. Oh, that's right. Um, I hate you. So they've already announced a lot of games uh, for Nintendo Switch as far as indies go. This was... I, I, I don't think really any of those games were part of this announcement. Like, this is like all, new stuff. So I, like, I didn't get to see today's presentation yeah. at all. I had an insane day at work. I saw the trailer yesterday that we... Like, yeah, this is totally different about. stuff. Oh, wow. This is told, yeah, they released a trailer uh, two days ago, if you're listening to this podcast on Thursday, where they had a bunch of games in it um, that looked really cool. A bunch of, uh, you know, like it was like some of the games we already knew about, like Battle Chasers and stuff were, was in there. Owlboy was in there. Owlboy was in there. Um, Hollow Knight was in there. Hollow Knight was in there. But then there was a ton of new stuff in yeah. there. Um, and then they did a more focused presentation today. Um, so Super Meat Boy uh, is getting a sequel. That seems like big news. Super Meat Boy. Super Meat Boy is a very, very difficult platformer that was on Xbox 360 and um, pretty much everything under the sun. Now, now everything under the sun. Um, very, very difficult. Where he plays this little sack of meat that it jumps around. Um, it's very, very difficult. If you like, if you like difficult platformers, it's 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 a good one. But it's getting a, it's got a release a ton. I thought when I first saw this announcement, oh, they're just doing a release for the Switch. But no, it's Super Meat Boy Forever, which will be in 2018. Um, the plot, the evil Dr. Fetus has kidnapped Meat Boy and Bandage Girl's infant baby girl, Nugget. And you have to retrieve her from his gross clutches. Um, so that's coming out. Uh, We've got the Shovel Knight, uh, the next campaign, Shovel Knight King of Cards, uh, which is a prequel to Shovel, the Shovel Knight series that gives more backstory on the eponymous uh, protagonist. It's a digital card game mode. Will feature a digital card game will feature heavily in it. So it's it's Shovel Knight, but also has the digital card game mode in it. Um, so and it will be a free expansion for anyone who bought like that Treasure Trove edition Man, on the Switch. What is that? Yacht Club. Yacht Club. Man, they hit they hit gold with their first game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Kentucky Route Zero, which is an adventure game. Episode-based adventure game is coming to the Switch. It's called uh, TV Edition. Um, so four acts are out. The fifth act isn't out yet, but that, if you buy this edition, it will include the fifth act. Um, so um, another game called, uh, I'm going to, so if I said this wrong, Maluka uh, will arrive on the Switch early next year. It looks gorgeous, like a toned-down Zelda game. Um, so it's based on indigenous Tarahumara culture, and I'm not sure what that is, but there you go. And uh, the trailer for that one looked really cool because like your character was just changing into other animals sometimes. Oh, very cool. So I don't know what's going on with it, but it looked fun. Cool. Um, so there's a very strange but promising. I'm this is Kotaku's article, so I'm using some of their language here. Uh, Attack on Titan-esque 3D shooter called Morphe's Law is coming to the Switch this winter. This uh, looks amazing, you guys. <laughs> I am so excited about this game. Um, I'll just I'll just talk about it real quick if you yeah. want. 
Um, yeah. So basically, you're it's just a little shooter, and as you shoot somebody and hit them, they take damage. You are stealing mass from them and putting it onto your character. And wherever you're hitting them, that mass is coming to you. So I mean, if you're getting headshots, their little head is shrinking, and your head is getting big. Uh, if you're shooting their legs, you know theirs is getting little, yours is getting big, and so you can end up being like these mutant-looking characters. Um, and you know the if you're getting good shots if you're a good player then your character is going to end up getting really big and easier to shoot whereas if you're a bad player your character is going to keep shrinking and you might be harder to hit which uh it sounds very appealing to me because i'm not i'm not great with aim so i would usually be a little character running around but uh and then i think there's also these mutations that you can put on your character to do different things but it looks fantastic and i'm really excited about that one this is weird. It's I'm watching so the neat. trailer right now. <laughs> Look at those tiny little heads. Yeah. I mean, this thing's, I mean, God bless them. I mean, they've got a gimmick and they're rolling with it. Uh, it's interesting. That, that is interesting. That, that is amazing. definitely sort of cool. <laughs> and it's got a, a very punny name as well. Um, uh, Battle Chef Brigade is another one, which is basically like Monster Hunter and like, top chef put into one thing so you go out you hunt monster monsters um, Can i hook can i hunt all the cooking hosts and then you cook them up the to impress judges oh god <laughs> uh and it looks it looks cool it looks it has like you know a very like a side almost like i think of like darkest dungeon type of like okay. side scrolling view to it um and then also there was uh Nintendo announced No More Heroes Travis Strikes Again, which will be coming to 2018, which No More Heroes was a game series that was on the Wii. There was two of them on the Wii, and then I think they brought one of them to PS3 and Xbox 360 at some point. But um, No More Heroes is this really super stylized game from Suda51, who made, um, I always forget, it's Killer7, I think. Uh, he just did that Let It Die game. Um, that came out on like PS4, that free to play like really really strange game. Did he do Dark Dreams? That Never was so die? weird. Dark no, Dreams no, that's die? no, that's um, that's the guy who did um, Deadly Premonition. It's a different person. And now he's got that cat game coming. Yeah, out. That, yeah, that cat game coming. Out. Who is that? I thought I that was Suda. No, that's not Suda. I can't remember that guy's name. I'm gonna right look now. it up. Sweary. Right now. That guy's Swery. name is Sweary. Yeah, there you go. Um, Suda makes work game. He also he worked on that game. Um. Was that game? He worked with a guy who created Resident Evil Four on that game where you like go to hell and you've got like a a gun that talks. Uh, it was uh, motherfucker. It was like a third person shooter, and I can't remember the name of it, and it's gonna kill me right now. I can't. It's not there. Fatal Frame. Not Fatal Frame. He also made that Lollipop Chainsaw game, I believe. Um, a lot of weird stuff. He's very weird. He makes very weird, very like crazy stylistic games. Uh, but uh. No, no more heroes is one of his most successful and it's got a really crazy art style you should watch the trailer it's it's pretty cool um so uh yeah so yeah that those were the the big ones that they announced in the, in the trailers that, that they showed so basically the switch is first party and in indies yeah which i mean we talked about this right when when it was getting announced like what if they became like the indie place like they became like the new vita right where like all of the indie shit could go um, and it looks like it's happening, you yeah. know. Then, then this is this is they announced so much stuff like a couple months ago um, that hasn't That's even still, come out yeah, yet. Yeah, a lot of stuff hasn't come out yet. I mean, uh, Steam World Dig Two is supposed to come out this year. And I know, um, oh god, Stardew Valley is insert right now. Yeah, it's insert right now, and, and that the multiplayer will be first. 
Yeah. Very interesting because I'm reading uh, Jason Schreier's book, Blood, Sweat, and Pixels. And he's a chapter about Stardew Valley. And when he was first developing the game, he promised multiplayer at launch. And I had to cut it because he works for the game on five for five years without getting paid. So oh, wow. <laughs> looks like it's paying off, though. Yeah, it looks like it's paying off. Yeah, there he talks about that. He's, he, he made some crazy amount of money off Stardew Valley because it sold a lot of copies. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, that's really cool that the indie lineup is so good. And even if those games come to other places, not, that's not kind of not the point. Um, there's just a lot of cool stuff that will fill the store when between Nintendo's big releases. We got to talk about that store, though. That store is a hot mess. I haven't really accessed it very much. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, if you like, let's just say there's a lot of stuff coming out mm-hmm. right now. So if you wanted to find what was a Cave Story Plus, mm-hmm. that game, you can't like you'd have to search for it by name. There's no like, show mm. me the indie, show me the big, like, you know, like it just lists everything in a row based on release date. Now they have like a bestsellers list and an upcoming list, mm-hmm. but they got to work on that store. If this is where all the indies are going to be, and that's, that means they're going to be a decent amount of games yeah. on the Switch, they've got to find a way to like surface that stuff better. Yeah. I mean, I feel like um, the Wii U had a pretty good like categorizing system for that stuff. I feel like they haven't done it on the Switch because. There hasn't. There's been not a lot of games on the store. I hope that they do an update that because they've done it before. They've done it well. The Switch, the Wii U did it very well with how they they categorize. Yeah, they everything. need to do something. Yeah. Soon. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So it's really cool. I think I think the that bodes very well for the Switch owners that that stuff is happening. Yeah. I mean, Sam seems excited for a few of them. Yes, I was I was very excited to to find a new game to be excited about because I mean pretty much I I bought the Switch just for Zelda and I was fine with that if that was the only thing I ever played on it you know it's a really good game so I'd be all right. But if you uh, tell me yeah. that you don't like Mario and Mario comes out, I'm really gonna be upset. <laughs> That'll be it. That'll That's be done. the line. That's the ultimate feud. It's a feud that never ends, right there. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, what are you playing this week, Justin? What, what what's your plan? Um. I'm gonna try and get through Uncharted. Mm-hmm. I may I may put Zelda a little bit on the back burner because um, I kind of don't want that game to be over yet. Um, I'm enjoying my time with it, and so I I really should get through Uncharted. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that that'll be my plan. Uncharted and probably with Jorah like uh, some more Mario Rabbids mm-hmm. and everything else under the sun on Nintendo. <laughs> cool, uh, Sam. What about you? What's what, what's your week looking like game wise? Um. I, I don't really know because there's so much stuff going on. Um, I just uh, played some more Dream Daddy last night, decided to take a different tactic with it. So I'm excited about that. I'm uh, hoping to play some more. Um, there is this game called Pillars of the Earth on Steam that I want to get. Uh, it's based on a book of the same name. So I'm thinking I might just go ahead and get that. It'll be more like a telltale game, like story based, just going mm-hmm. through stuff. Um, so I might start that. Um, and then like Cody and I have talked about starting to play Neverwinter again, so we might go back to that. It's not going to help you with game of the year, Sam. (laughs) I know, I know. And well, and now like I want to get, uh, Uncharted Lost Legacy and and try that, but I don't know if I'll do that right now or, or wait a while. Um, old games that you haven't played stay old games that you never play. Example A for me being The Witcher, of course, yeah. which I will play one the day. Ultimate, the ultimate backlog the game. The ultimate backlog game, which yeah. I swear one day I will actually play. <laughs> but yeah, like, yeah, doing the show means, like, I missed out on that game. 
it's gone it's forever. Got, it's dead. Might as well be just destroy all <laughs> copies of it <laughs> and erase yeah. it from the internet because it's not going to exist. Like either. Stardew Valley is a game that like I really wanted to try, mm-hmm. but like after Game of the Year passed, it was like, well, I don't have to play this. I'm going to play it if I kind of just want like, want to play mm-hmm. it. And it's like, well, I got seven thousand other games to play that are mm-hmm. coming out this year, so like I got to get through all those first. Yeah, and then it's always there in the back of my mind, like maybe I'll try that Stardew Valley. Never, <laughs> never going to happen until I leave this show. <laughs> when I leave this show, I'm going to have like. 40 games that are like i thought it's my turn to try this yeah, yeah. you're finally gonna play dragon age inquisition i think that's gone i got rid of it <laughs> during that huge game well, you, you can buy it for like two dollars and fifty cents that's okay um uh yeah for me um i'm gonna finish hellblade this week i moved off hey. to, to play uncharted um and uh tomorrow uh life is strange before the storm episode one comes out Ugh. so you know me and my wife are gonna be playing that's that true uh so that'd be a couple hours though probably at the most two if it was hours. a sequel i'd be right i'd be with you i'd play that <laughs> i can't play a prequel to that game i got the deluxe edition so i get that extra chapter whenever it comes out the one that's like young young max or whatever uh so definitely playing that um and then uh yeah i mean those are the really it's like i gotta i gotta finish hellblade because i'm more than halfway through it um gonna do gonna do that life is strange gonna play some mario and rabbit so that's that's my goal once I'm done with Hellblade, and once we play Life is Strange, then I begin work on my backlog. I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> You'll see it. Oh, I gotta finish fucking Pyre. Forgot about Pyre. Oh yeah, that's right. That ain't a short <laughs> game either. I forgot about Pyre. God. <laughs> Pyre got lost in the shuffle. I, I If I'm the only one that finishes that Supergiant game before game of the year, so I could keep it off the list... It, uh, the Pyro's thing, Pyro's game. I wish was on the Switch. Yeah, I wish it was on the Switch because yeah, like no. I would like love to play that game when like Karen was watching a TV show. No, I could just be like, that hey, is I'm, the perfect game you know? for that. And I guess I could remote play it on my Vita, but my Vita hasn't been charged in a year. <laughs> so I still do it. Uh, no, I know I can, but I just like you know I gotta find the Vita. I gotta I gotta charge it. And then I gotta I gotta boot up, boot up and play it. Um, I wish that was on the Switch. That's one of the big ones I wish was on the Switch, but. Uh, I'll definitely play through that because that's another thing I can just like, I can play with headphones on and not have to worry about anything. And also it's a game Karen has absolutely no interest in, so I don't have to worry about <laughs> waiting for her to play it. Um, and we're slowly inching through Dream Daddy, but that's just like a little bit here and there kind of thing. Um, and then, yeah, but the, yeah, definitely once I'm done with Hellblade, then it's, it'll be the main game will be one of my backlog games. Then, and then I'll play other stuff sort of like when I'm not playing that. Um, yeah, that's it for me. I think that's it for the show this week. Show's over. Just so we know, next time we do one of these shows, mm-hmm. Destiny 2 will be out. It's true. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm not on next week's show. I know. What are you going to do? We're going we're gonna to talk mess about it just to piss you off. <laughs> that's fine. I don't listen to what I'm not on anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lie I actually do. I know. Because I get texts from you. <laughs> well, um, Hugh was hosting. I had to see how Hugh did his host. <laughs> and then I listened to Sam. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's gonna do it for the Talking Games podcast for this week. Follow us on Twitter at talking underscore games, uh, twitch.tv slash talking games, and youtube.com slash talking games videos. I believe Sam and Cody's last, uh, well, they said it was their last Heroes Hideout, but another episode has already come out since that episode. It was episode. the last official story Heroes Hideout. From here on out, it'll just be little special episodes here and there as new events and stuff are coming out. Like, so. people, they're like, like rock stars, they're like, oh, we're retiring, and then they just keep touring for the rest of their <laughs> lives. Um, I hate being lied to. <laughs> uh, 
So uh, Sam said her newest uh, Lady's Choice, which is Devil May Cry, is is out yep. as well, which is which is a good one. You should watch that for sure. That game is really awesome. Um, it's so much fun. You should play Enslaved after you're done with Devil May Cry because Enslaved is awesome. Okay. No, no. Yeah, I but mean, I, yes, I have she to should play Enslaved. Yes, I know. Game of the Year. Game of the Year. I know, but I'm just saying, Enslaved is a great game. Go finish Night when it's Woods. on PS3. I have d- such a hard time going back to PS3. Yeah, I know, but it's really good. I'm spoiled. I know, I know. Um, she didn't like Night in the Woods. I oh my god, I, I didn't. Man, I guess I could give it another try in the spirit of Game of the Year, but I just. Oh. You didn't listen last week, right? I, I I jumped around a bit. She shit talked the Last of Us too. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I never finished that one either. We're just gonna bring Wait. that up on every episode I'm on. How much uh-huh. I, I remember not... you saying something about it. What was the craziness you said about it? It was boring. It's too much slow walking and talking when I'd rather be shooting things. Man. Well, I, I said to her last week that that's the craziest thing I've ever heard because like that's like the exact opposite of me. I'm like, oh, all the slow walking and talking is so good. Oh, I have to shoot people now. <laughs> like, that was me. Uh, anyway, um, follow me on Twitter at Bobby Shortle. Justin. Jerok, J-O-R-O-A-K. And Sam. S-K-S-U-V-A-K. Yeah, and so check out uh, our live streams, all our our videos on, on YouTube. Sam's terrible opinions about really good video games. Yeah, yeah. Like and subscribe uh-huh. all over the place. If, if you can, leave us a review on iTunes because uh, it really, really helps the podcast quite a bit. Um, you know, if you say really good things, if you have nothing good to say, you know, you know, you know the saying, <laughs> <laughs> don't say anything at all. Uh, <laughs> uh, I got taken down anyway. But yeah, <laughs> somehow Justin will get refused taken down. Um, this never actually worked. <laughs> I've only attempted it once. I know. Uh, anyway, that's going to do it for the Talking Games podcast for this week. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Bobby. And thank you to all of you who are listening. Until next time, be good to one another. <laughs>